Resistor Sisters. Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time. I haven't accomplished anything alone, but I was fortunate to be part of a revived feminist movement. I think uh, anyone who's not a feminist is, is an insane person. This was not just a lewd conversation. This wasn't just locker room banter. This was a powerful individual speaking freely and openly about sexually predatory behavior. At a time when we have self-driving cars and computers that sit on your wrist, women still make only 79 cents for every dollar a man makes. And if I have to listen to one more gray-faced man with a $2 haircut explain to me what rape is, I'm gonna lose my mind. And now, Resistor Sisters. Hello, this is the Susan Cleveland. Happy to see you on this, our 11th, our 11th podcast. Can you guys hear me? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yep. Good, good. And with me, as always, Heidi from Minnesota. Hello. Hello. Hello from the frozen tundra that is Minnesota. It is. It's a little cold. It's always darkest before the dawn. But soon, soon. It always snows in April or some something. Yeah, we've gotten um, snowstorms on April 1st, and I've just been like, this is a joke, right? Thank you, Mother Nature. But well, today, we had one yesterday, and we're going to yeah. have another one on, on Saturday. So it's going to be 16 inches total, possibly, wow, between the see, two storms. That's really rough. We just had a little flurry of snow today, and I guess later on the week... Um, we're going to have it again. We're going to have a snowstorm, but I don't think it's going to be too bad. But oh, with us God. this weekend, today today with us is Caitlin Chris. How are Hello. you doing? Any snow Hi, where Caitlin. you are? Just a dusting. Just a du- <laughs> yeah, that's how it was here. Like a light feathering. Like a little, yeah. a little delicate, pretty, not ah. too bad. And mud. <laughs> But I'm so I, over it. I, I would. Pre- I I know people in in Des Moines who'd probably freak out, but I mm-hmm. wouldn't mind getting a little more snow. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the snow. I hate the cold. You're done with it. We just had Dingus Day here on Monday, and um, Dingus Day is the um, Polish holiday where people women like to hit men with pussy willow branches to ask them out on a date. <laughs> Do you guys There's do so that? many places I could go Nobody with that. Nobody does that. that. I, I don't. Nobody does that. Like, people are online, go, like, on Facebook going, hey, I heard you have a pulsy willow bush. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, oh yeah, yeah. There's it's, so many jokes there. There's so I know, many jokes. Right? But, right yeah, there. Well, that's what... Pussy grabber of a different sort. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you know what, though? It's just... um. I don't know. It's just a strange little thing. It's called Dingus Day. And I really think that people in other parts of the country don't do these things. Clevelanders just like to drink in the streets. (laughs) I swear to God, because that's why we did St. Patrick's Day. That's all St. Patrick's Day is, is code for drinking in the streets. And I the think cops. Madison's the same way. Is it? Okay. <laughs> that makes me feel better. Madison's because always the party school area. Yeah, Madison is always, Madison, Wisconsin is always, what, the party school? That's good. The biggest party school in the nation because it's in Cheeseland. Cheese mm-hmm. 
now, yeah. now, now. I'm I'm originally from Madison, so. You know. <laughs> and I like Wait. cheese anyway, so you know. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I love cheese. It, it it's just all the cheese uh, I love, and I can't eat too much of it because it's just so filled with cholesterol. But I do love it. Blind it. Yes. And that too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it just seems like this is the time of year where this like one drinking holiday over the other, just to forget that it's winter. It's very strange like that. Oh, well, you know, Cinco de Mayo's next, right? Yep. Yep. So <laughs> hopefully we won't have snow on Cinco de Mayo. That would be fabulous. We've never had that here to my knowledge. <laughs> As as my, my mother used to tell me, after the fifteenth of April, you're pretty safe for planting, and you might be hard frost free. You know, as a gardener, like you yes. might not get the hard frost. A little bit, maybe, but what's your what's your planting zone? Mine is four or three, depending on who you look at. I think we're two because we're kind of a temperate area because of the freshwater. Lakes. Oh, okay. So yours, yeah. you you have a you have an actual shorter grow growth time than we do. Then yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. And I think I think Des Moines is also a three. I know yeah. Cedar Rapids was a three because we when I when I lived in um Cedar Rapids Marion area we used to um we'd be looking at well where, where we were and it was usually a three. Yeah. So yeah, ours is a four. Three or four, depending on the plant, yeah. oddly. Yeah. Um, and some fives now, for some odd reason. I have uh, Japanese forest grass that I planted about a decade ago that still comes up every year. And mm -hmm. it, it was supposed to be an annual, which is bizarro. So, yeah, but it was a five. Sometimes, sometimes, like, annual, sometimes annuals are like, for you, I'll be a perennial. Yay. You know, <laughs> for you. Or they or they put the information on there wrong. I don't know. That's yeah. possible, too. Who knows? Sometimes it's just like if you've got shelter between the houses, sometimes, you know, it's just more they like it. Right. However, the plant's happy. But, yeah, so <laughs> I've uh, I, I got a, a, li a little thing, some little things about the teacher's thing. And then I, I just like wound up going down a. A whole of fascinating misinformation about this cult that Allison Mack was involved with. So, so do you want to start with that? Because that <laughs> you you sent me that stuff, and I when I looked at it, I was like, okay, this is bullshit. I mean, I and I, I didn't mean that anything against uh -huh. you, but I was like, this has to be bullshit, right? Right? No, so I'm like, do look, this. in every every storm that I, I mean, every every story that I looked at, I'm like, wait a minute, how can this be? And then it was like Newsweek. I'm like, is this really the Newsweek or is this somebody pretending to be Newsweek? So I'm looking through, <laughs> going, is this bullshit? Where is the story coming from? Yeah. And unless I'm unless I didn't go far enough, it looks to at least have some basis in fact. Well, I I don't doubt that it exists. Um I've heard of this cult before. Well, I think I've heard of this cult before. Um I guess the guy that started it, um, let's see, Caitlin, were you ever a Smallville fan? Probably not. Not really. I, yeah. I think I, I've seen, it's like I saw the Christopher Reeves Superman movie and I, 
used to watch um, Lois and Clark. So okay, okay, yeah. So like, I was enamored with so many things in my childhood with Superman or. Um, <laughs> You know, just like I was Star Wars. Like, I loved that movie. But then yeah, some, fr- some friends of Ken's, like, back in the 2000 era, like, they, wa- they watched a couple Smallville episodes for me, and I just became hooked on it for 10 years. Which is oh, wow. ridiculous. It's, no, I was totally... Like, all right, complete disclaimer. The 10th and 9th season, and maybe the 4th or something, were so bad. It was just <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Like, I love camp TV, okay? But, um, yeah, I watched 10 years of that, and I own, like, <laughs> I think eight ep- eight seasons of it. So, you know... So and she was an actress? This actress was from yeah, Smallville? Is that... Okay. Yeah, it's Smallville. She, her name's Allison Mack, and she was the character they made up. Kind of like um, a teen reporter, you know? Like, she's like... Okay going and find it you know and they're they're kind of like the scooby-doo characters like <laughs> they're fighting crime together you know and and superman's always saving them from getting killed and you're just like ah, this is great and horrible at the same time um <laughs> and and usually like they would go and and you know keep find someone that had some nefarious plan and they would solve the crime and um you know they would figure it out and and sometimes lex was lex luther was behind it you know and just ridiculous fun stuff to be finished up in every half hour so yeah um <laughs> but that's the thing like she's actually involved in this cult like when it when it first the story came out i was like oh my gosh you know they're obviously just infiltrating this cult to bring it to light and then no she's kind of involved (laughs) so it's the strangest story yeah it is i mean i i was reading it going oh my god this is i I mean like i said when i started looking at i'm like okay this has to be bullshit i mean there's no way that this can be true right it just seems so bizarre and the more i'm reading it's like she they're branded and and yeah i i when i saw the story i was like you know what this uh, i've heard of similar things i mean i lived in los angeles for almost 30 years yeah okay my parents moved and then about you know 11 years ago i moved to iowa because uh, you know it was the you know grew up you know up to about age seven in madison and then lived in california you know for the next mm-hmm. almost thirty years, and then eleven years ago, and I'm like, there was there was enough weird stuff going on in in the Southern California area that I was like, yeah, this sounds like it's probably genuine, but we probably don't know all the details, and we, I really don't want to know, considering, you know, cults and stuff. I'm like, yes, leave me out of this. Yeah, it's, well, you know, I, yeah, I mean, you know, because like that's. When I first, you know, with all the stuff with Scientology and the weirdness with that, mm-hmm. and then yeah. there's all, you know, that, and it, it just seems, I mean, this, like I said, it just seemed like it was made up, like it was some story that started, you know, started at some place that was kind of a little weird, and then somebody told somebody else, and it became this giant, you know, game of telephone, where by the time it gets to 
the news or something, it becomes this crazy, you know, sex, you know, uh, child sex ring in a the basement of the pizza parlor kind of thing. Exactly, like that lie, but, if you remember yeah, all those but, well, things that well, Hillary but, Clinton was not doing right, during but, the campaign. But more never mind the fact that the, the pizza parlor didn't have a basement. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be a problem yes but the more i read and and like the the places where you know this isn't necessarily like something cnn would cover i don't think they would cover it normally anyway if it was out there it's just not their shtick and especially in today's political climate where how can you cover this when you have seven eight breaking news cycles per you know, our program. So there's no way they would, you know, maybe if we had somebody occupying the White House that wasn't a complete shithead, <laughs> we would be hearing about this on CNN, but they just don't have the time to talk about it. But when I'm reading every place else that it is, it seems like it's probably at least partially true. So she's, so she's supposed well, to be getting arrested. It's, it keeps saying it's that's saying. what I'm not sure about, but um, we're going back and forth about all the information, but let me just throw in a quick thing about the brand. Well, I'm trying to think, okay, let me go into uh, Keith Rainier is supposedly the head of the cult. So let me just, what is throw the name of the cult? Stuff. I don't know. It's called Nexus. It's called, okay. I had it written down. <laughs> Nexium, N X I V U M, V M, because U's are okay. V's. And... I thought that was an antacid. Yeah, yeah <laughs> seriously. Okay, <laughs> here you go. Let me play that real quick. But her life changed after she crossed paths with a secretive self-help group called Nexium and its charismatic leader Keith Raniere. I'm an interesting person, I'm a controversial person, but most importantly, I'm an unconventional person. According to promotional materials, even as a child, Ranieri was destined for greatness. Speaking in full sentences at age one, reading at age two, judo champ and concert-level pianist at 13. Okay. People that are interesting that people. One of the smartest men in the world. Oh. <laughs> people that are interesting people don't have to tell you they're interesting. That's just what <laughs> I think. All That's right. True. I'm an interesting person. I'm an unconventional person. <laughs> so I think, like, we should not blame Alex and Mac. We should totally blame this guy. He's Keith Rainier. He sounds like. <sighs> Not a good person, like a person that w tested well when they were a child and thinks <laughs> the world should be given to them on a golden platter. And unfortunately, there yeah. are some people that are giving it to him. So, so what's the back? So, the, so let me understand the background of what this is. So, this cult is a a sex cult, but it also is like some sort of like new age. It thing. started out in the 80s. So this guy, he was like, oh, I have collective bargaining. And um, he was like, I'm going to start this organization. And this was in the late 80s. And I'm going to buy things at a discount and then sell it to people in the organization at a discount so we can all get, use this collective bargaining. And then he got shut down like only after two years as a pyramid okay. scheme 
because it was a pyramid scheme, you know? Right. And he, like, oh, there you go, genius, you know? Um, (laughs) (laughs) So he kind of got closed down on that. So it seems like he's branching out to make money on a self-improvement seminar. So people go to him and they're like, oh, how can I get what I want out of life? And how can I become a better person? And he sells these really seem somewhat expensive. I think if I had that, um, like these expensive seminars and people go to them and um, like Tony Robbins. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not Tony sure who Robbins. he is, but I'm sure that I'm <laughs> oh, not <he's>, interested. <laughs> it, 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 he, he had these, if you buy my book and watch my seminars, you'll get rich. And realistically, the only people who was getting rich was really Tony Robbins because it was just, I, I had a couple of coworkers that were completely addicted to his stuff. Yeah, yeah. And one... One was like, oh, my God, you got to read this book. I'm like, the last thing I want to read is something by Tony Robbins. Yeah. But um, it's all That's it's not all Tom crap. Robbins. I like him. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that? That's an actor. Well, this, is a, this is one of those self-help guys. But the, the, Tony the Robbins pr- is a self-help guy. Yeah. Well, the prices are ridiculous. Like, they, they're just like, okay, $7,000 for this 16-day <laughs> seminar. Oh, okay. yes. Okay. This was back in the day when you got videotapes in the mail. So you would yeah. watch his watch his seminars at home for God, I don't even know how much because it wasn't my thing. Um, and then you'd get like a he had a book or two or maybe mm-hmm. more that he would sell. And then he'd do the real seminars where you, you would go and it was however much it was. I think yeah. he, he faded out in the 90s or something, but he was horrible. You could go to YouTube and type in Tony Robbins yeah. and you'll be amazed. Well, this is, this is, they talk about more of the cult lingo they're talking about. We do know that Nexium has its own lingo. Students are taught about overcoming disintegrations to become more potent and less suppressive and avoiding people termed parasites or luciferians. Rick Ross studies groups like Nexium. In my opinion, it's basically copied from other sources, uh, specifically Scientology, Ayn Rand, and Est. So there's all of that mixed together, and that becomes Nexium. Very unoriginal. Original or not, Ranieri's teachings were good enough for Sarah and her friend Mark to spend more than a decade rising through the Nexium ranks and becoming ever more willing to follow their leaders. If you're told. So. It sounds like they kind of get people hooked on their ideology and siphon them out of money, you know? That's scary. Yeah. It's so yeah. it's it's it sounds a, a little bit like that hail bop what, what was it called Heaven's Gate? Yeah. yeah. Heaven's they, Gate. They ended up killing themselves though, so. Yeah, after they after they all um did, did they, I don't know if they actually cut off their penis but they i think they 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 do do something to their genitalia before they kill themselves um wow yes that takes some serious serious (laughs) that's dedication Dedication. i don't know if i'm that dedicated so much (laughs) i know i'm not dedicated enough see this is the thing like i almost 
one of well, okay. I've watched all the cult things. I've watched the Jim Jones thing. I've watched oh god different things. Have on... you listened to the audio? Have you listened to the audio of the Jim Jones? Oh, yeah, death yeah, yeah. Oh, I've watched that god. several times. And you know what? It's sad and it's horrible and it's terrible. But the whole time I'm thinking, understand these people thought they were in a utopian society, but. At some, some point, did. some of them did. Some I think them. a lot of them did, but a lot of them didn't. But my thing is, I don't know. I, I just, I don't think I would have gotten in the door because they would have been like, this one's not going to, you have to be somewhat subservient and like really right. embrace and you have to, right. their and you lifestyle. Have to be looking for a leader. Yeah, and, you have to be. and, 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 and they Jones, would have been like, no, not you. You don't because I don't because I, I just like I well, said, you can't ask any questions. You can't. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm never going to do that. <laughs> Jones, Jim Jones targeted certain types of people yeah. um, as far as people who are on the lower economic scale. He really uh, or people that had issues, you know, like drug abuse or yeah. people who lived on the street. And that those are the people that he went for. Um, he was um, he also targeted people who were um, people of color a yeah. lot in San Francisco because he figured I mean, his psychosis was so amazing. And, and I wonder what. How many members does this Nexium cult have? Does it oh, ever say? Oh, shoot. I don't know. I did not see that. But that's the thing. What I think is there's the inner circle and there are people that live in his area, but they're, they have different places all over the nation. So you can be involved in this cult and give them your money and give them your right. money for seminars and still be involved and still have your own job. You're not like... It's not... I think maybe the inner circle is, but it's not to the point where you have to give up everything to be there. It's not like children of God, which I've looked at. You know what I mean? Like, And it's not like Scientology where you have to give up a bunch of your money. To, it has to go there and you have to. Yeah. It's like a. Did you ever see the. the I think it's close, uh, but I've watched the Scientology and I've watched like different things on how okay. people have gone into Scientology into Scientology camps. Like Rhea Remini? Her stuff yeah. was amazing. Yeah. I think that's wow. the one I watched. And then, of course, there's, you know, the the other the other main cult in the news was, you know, the Branch Davidians and David yeah. Gorish and, and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yes. It's all but like they, a combination. They all kind of come from the same insanity but they they manu- they um, manifest themselves in different ways depending on their audience mm-hmm. um, you know then- are you are are you somebody that's going to believe that hell and death you know and all that stuff is going to come to you if you don't you know if you're not a part of this group or are you thinking that you need to be enlightened and this is what you have to do to become enlightened and oh by the way you're going to be enlightened and you're going to give me money and i'm mm-hmm. going to brand you and have sex against your will so yeah. do you want to hear about yeah. the branding oh let's, yes the branding let's hear about the branding it's, it's disturbing during the branding ceremonies slaves were required to be fully naked and the master would order one slave to film while the others held down the slave being branded it says the brand consisted of Ranieri's initials kr but former insider frank parlato says when the brand is turned you can also see initials am for allison mack it marks them as lifelong <laughs> slaves who have taken the vow for what? lifelong obedience to Keith Ranieri and Allison Mack. 
According to the criminal complaint, Ranieri is known to sexually prefer women who are exceptionally thin. Part of uh, Ranieri's manipulative uh, control of the women is to keep them on low-calorie diets. Okay, so totally disturbing. This Frank Forlotti, I did not sure how they said his name, but then I found his blog. <laughs> because, oh, God. Like I said, I'm going all over the internet. Um, wanting to make sure that Allison was innocent, but I don't know if he was. He Frank, this guy, Frank um, Forlotti, whatever his name is, he um, seems like he worked for um, uh, Rainier and... Uh, it seems like he worked for them and then he fired him. So that's why he's giving out all the information he can on mm-hmm. it and trying to make sure he goes down. So so I wonder, because he likes his women really thin, I wonder if he has like a thing for... Does anybody know if he's got any sort of proclivities for kids? And I say that only I don't because think it's, I don't think it's gone that way yet. But heck, you know, okay. left unchecked. Because God knows. I, I wonder whether seems... it's a matter of it, it. It's either a matter of time, or they just they're, they're not saying. Because what when women are very thin, they they start to look like prepubescent boys. You know what I'm saying? Do you you understand what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I've I've known really yeah. thin women in my lifetime, and really, really thin, not sick, but thin. Like they just they have a, an amazing metabolism kind of thing. And some, not all, but some of them look or have the body type of a prepubescent boy. You know, there's like not mm-hmm. a lot of shape or what you know that kind of thing. Um, and I just wonder if that's that's a thing for him. I don't, I mean, I'm just wondering. I mean, I, I could be completely wrong, but it just has a weird vibe. To, well, the whole damn well, thing I, has a weird vibe what to me, but yeah. been, and women I does. think what he was targeting is people, like, I think they had one in Hollywood and Vancouver and Albany, is they're kind of targeting actresses. Like actresses that have Which had work. Typically are really thin anyway, right? Exactly. Okay. That they can, that are, you know, they can already prey on. So, yeah, it's Does it's he creepy. Pay them? I mean, how? You know what I'm saying? I mean, because it, she's a not necessarily well-known actress, but she's an actress that's done things that were on television for a long time. So exactly. there's exactly, and she know was she a. Is. I think she was she was a teen actress too. Like I watched Adventures hey. in Babysitting because she was in it. Because but oh, I, so you this is somebody you really know. Like it wasn't just an accident that you. You know what I mean? Because I've watched no. all kinds of shows. I could tell you who everybody is necessarily. Well, um, I'm just I mean, like, like I watch Stranger Things, and I love I love Stranger Things, and one yeah. of the reasons I do is because I love Winona Ryder. So if I, yeah. that would be my actress from that time frame. If I see her in something, I ooh, I want to see it. It's got Winona Ryder in it. Yeah. So it's yeah. And if like you like if you like Stranger Things, thing. you should watch Beyond the Black Rainbow because that's the movie that Stranger Things rips off. Oh, okay. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I have a th- but it's not as I have a thing cute. Winona you know? Ryder for some reason. Yeah, I like I, Renona Ryder too. At one point I could do an impression of her. She, she, <laughs> she, <laughs> Were you stealing from Neiman Marcus too? I'm sorry. No, I was That's- doing this before. <laughs> I was just like a big um what is it? Fan of the her teen movie where she was God, why can't I think of it? Beetlejuice. Ethan Hawk. 
Beetlejuice. No. Oh, okay. I love that movie. It's so fun. Um, She's been in a couple of really movies that I've absolutely adored. But so. yeah, like, I just, I don't know. Like, first of all, there was, it was a good character, a good, strong female reporter character, and the, you know, Superman. She was kind like Chloe, the, the, Allison Mack character was kind of almost dating him and then he dated Lana Lang and they were good friends regardless but Kristen Couric is the other actress that was involved briefly with the um, Nexium but okay. she, she kind of like, I'm going to give her um, she, she kind of had a tweet um, claiming you know because of course people are pointing a finger at her already just because she was involved with this in the organization five years ago. so The 35-year-old star tweeted, I am deeply disturbed and embarrassed to have been associated with the group's charismatic leader, Keith Raniere, who is accused of branding women like cattle with a cauterizing pen similar to this one. The Smallville actress says she began her association with the self-help group, hoping it would help her overcome her shyness. She insists she left five years ago. The accusations that I was in the inner circle or recruited women as sex slaves are blatantly false, Krug says. During my time, I never experienced any illegal or nefarious activity. I am horrified and disgusted by what has come out. You're stronger than me. Krug played Lana Lang, Superman's girlfriend on Smallville. Another Smallville star, Allison Mack, is not named in the criminal complaint, but is believed to be unindicted co-conspirator number one, who allegedly directed their slaves to have sex with Ranieri. Video obtained by Inside Edition shows Mack in 2015 singing at a birthday celebration for Ranieri. The party lasted a full week. What? <laughs> the wow. singing kind of did not sound good. <laughs> so okay, so I have uh, okay, so if, if if the the other actress is to be believed, and I, you know, I can't say that she, she couldn't be. She's had work. It's like the last five years. She's had tons of. She's been on Beauty oh. and the Beast. Which oh is, wow! Okay, yeah. So my my assumption is is then maybe. Not that this makes it any better, but he groomed certain women and not all of them. Uh, like well, some fit this sex slave thing he wants and some do not. I think she, and I she think did she not said, or was in there long I, enough. I think I'm sure she did. It would have been a great sex slave if she hadn't a jumped ship. I'm sure she jumped <laughs> ship. You know? Like, I, I think, uh, the, seriously, if I was involved in a cult and then they're like, oh, well, you know what? You should diet or you should like lose some weight to be in this cult or this organization i'd be like oh yeah i'll do that bye and never come back you know like oh that's a great idea see ya that's that's yeah, me though there's a there's another cult out there somewhere i can't remember the name of it but it's all the beautiful people is so everybody changed their names to like bizarre little names and everybody drinks model names, you know, like fruit, you know, fruit smoothies with vitamins and bee pollen and all, you know, which is great, but it's like a thing. Like their cult is the I'm beautiful and I eat really well kind of thing. And it's a little creepy, but nowhere near this creepy. Like, yeah, the creepy scale for this is off the charts. The creepy scale for the, the cult I just mentioned is like a point one. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm I'm into self improvement. I I want to be a better person. That's why I think this is like particularly 
hurtful because I want to be, you know what? I want to eat nutritionists. I can't even talk. I I want (laughs) to be the best person I can be too, but I don't want to get involved in somebody. You don't need a guru that tells you that, you know, or or you don't need somebody branding you to help you along with this is what you're saying. No. (laughs) Branding in the sex slave thing is like, ugh. What the hell? Yeah. (laughs) Does he go to other cities and find, like, I don't know. It's 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 creepy and it's it's. uh, If you you got to see his picture though, he's not like. He does. He's not. not He's not sex slave worthy. Is what you're saying? No, totally not worthy. (laughs) (laughs) It's horrible. Considering, I think that I. I think that one. I think that the, the article that um, I, from that link, the, mm-hmm. that first link um, was like he tr- he basically you know kept them on a really low calorie diet, to make, make them easier to control. I'm sure right because you don't have that much. You don't have a lot of energy if you're eating really low calorie, which is why that's right. not really healthy. Yeah, um, everybody's supposed to have. Like I think at least twelve hundred calories per day. Yeah. Um, unless you're like you know, you know, you're somebody whose body size is not that you know, you know, somebody that's you know four foot eleven and weighs ninety pounds. Probably twelve hundred calories for that person would be insanity. But yeah. for whatever your body type is, that would be normal. Um, but low calorie isn't good for you. Low calorie no, means is- you're eating carrot, ca- you're eating carrots and celery all day long. Um, yeah, and then it, it's- and your body's eating itself, right? And then you become yeah, exactly. It's it's almost an anorexic diet. I mean, I mean, there are diets out there that's like 500 calories a day. I mean, try doing that Ugh. for three days. You're gonna feel like you're you're gonna feel like shit. No, um, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, I, I, it's so weird because I don't know. There, there are certain actors and actresses that I enjoy following their careers, and I, I don't like buy things like. Well, there's a few actors I do buy the tabloids about, but I don't buy the tabloids <laughs> about most of them. But like, if you're a super a supernatural or a sci-fi actor, you kind of get thrown in those roles forever. And I feel sorry uh, for them. <laughs> you know what I okay. mean? <laughs> yeah, because that's not that's not no, my normal genre. It's so my genre. That's why I'm like, who the hell is this person? I didn't know because it wasn't I my, know. my normal and, thing. And then Comic-Con, like, in, in, until Comic-Con came along, they didn't really get that much press or stuff and there weren't as many things coming out as there are now so a lot of people that started and became typecast in acting in sci-fi movies or stuff like that just became typecast as that and it's sad so Uh. now they're getting more work so I always like to watch things with those same actors in them well that makes sense yeah Yeah. they kind of get yeah I mean it's 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 just their genre it's their genre yeah, so I like that genre, <laughs> but like I'm always like, oh, I wonder what Allison Mack's doing, and I've like I followed her you on saw MySpace, this and, went, oh and my I god. went, oh my god, what has she done? <laughs> no, wow. this is so sad. But uh, no, she always had like 
this was 2013 and this was off her um like she just kind of like talks to her fans and stuff which okay. was like cheesy. on twitter yeah on twitter but on youtube of course oh okay yeah of course um so this was from 2013 and she's talking about like basically a fan is asking her about her legacy you know and she, she's always okay. been like intelligent like oh i like these books like i could have written down like she was like oh i love this book and this book and blah 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 so but this is like someone asked her about her legacy in 2013 what do i want to be remembered i want to be remembered for my joy i want to be remembered for my spirit i want to be remembered for my compassion and my passion uh, i want to be remembered for the things that are most important to me i want to be remembered for um the way that i impacted people i want to be remembered as a woman who was honest and true and strong and joyful okay so that sounds a little creepy how creepy well, do you guys think that is on a scale from one to ten see i don't i don't know i guess because that was like five it, years it, ago it, it i guess it, it, in the context of what we know now it seems creepy if I heard that in in 2013, I'd be like, oh, thank God, somebody that didn't, like, try to push her frickin' um, handbag line or some, yeah. lip, you know, you know that that's that's my thought today. I thought it is, was a little spacey. Uh, I was like, that's a little spacey. Yeah, I thought I, a, little, a little spacey, and she, she reminds me a lot of the, you know, the whole, you know, she, it was a little too perky for my liking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But don't you think if you heard that in 2013, you'd be like, oh, well, okay, that really didn't say much, but it, and eh, whatever. You know, I mean, it's not like the best thing you've ever heard, but it's not I the worst. I kind of did hear that kind of thing in 2013, because okay. I was like, always kind of like, oh, well, yeah, I'll follow Allison Mack. Okay. And she would be talking oh, about so these happy, a- weird things. And I'd be like, okay. That's so she's a little always cool been lady. That's a little cool lady for me. Oh, so she's always been a little <laughs> insipid like that. I mean, because yeah, it seems a little, a little maybe a little Miss America, Miss USA, where you know what you want to do. I mean, her she didn't really say anything with that no. question. <laughs> didn't say I mean, you know, what do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be that I stop you know, drunk drivers or something, you know, I mean, you'd have something that you or animal abuse or something, but well, at least you didn't that. say, I, I just want to be known as a recruiter from a sex slave <laughs> um, cult. And I want to be known for branding other women. Oh, oh damn it. Thankfully she damn didn't it, use Allison. the word branding. I want, you know, I have br- my own branding, you know, you know, like yeah. a Kim Kardashian kind of branding. Oh no. You know? I hear people talk about <laughs> branding all the time. I'm like you're not the gap <laughs> i have like friends that are small business owners and they're like well this is my brand and la 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 and i'm like Jesus. look a typeface does not define you okay <laughs> whatever <laughs> uh, yeah i have the same i have the same it's oh, kind of cute though you're it's kind of cute i don't know but sometimes yeah. i'm like look if you use something besides Times New Roman, it's not going to kill you. Okay? <laughs> it's not going to kill you. No Comic Sans. No, no, no. Everybody old hates school. Comic Sans. Everyone hates Comic Sans. You want to get a graphic designer mad, just like whisper Comic Sans in their ear. They just like twitch. I thought, I thought it's that awesome. Was 
sheriff, though. The what? Sans? I thought I thought everyone hated Sans. <laughs> it's Comic Sans too, but you know what? I'm next time. My best friend is a graphic designer, and actually, Rain's a graphic designer. We should just be like Sans Serif and see what she does. <laughs> I love messing Sans. with graphic oh, designers, man. It's like oh, my number so one hobby. Sans Serif, you think? I'm gonna remember. Oh that. God. Or or Comic Sans. I've heard they both they both suck. I mean. Everybody hates both of them, I guess, right? I understand yeah. why cons, uh, Comic Sans. I get that. It's, <laughs> it's a very childish font. <laughs> uh, I used to send my old boss emails using Comic Sans because oh, it would drive him bananas. <laughs> yeah, that would. <sighs> oh, goodness. Oh, but, yeah. but the cult, you know, the... So did you think her, I, and I'm not trying to get into this, into the weeds that much, but do you think that that YouTube thing that you just played was mm-hmm. her way of giving a nod to the crazy cult guy? I think um, so. I think so now. Yeah. But then it's like, I've seen her do that kind of like interview with fans that like her before, you know, like I thought that was the way she reached out to her fans, <laughs> you know? So, but it seems like, like, I've got more of it. She talks about the snacks she likes. <laughs> oh, God. Hear that. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I want to hear that. that if she's, what does she say? Carrot sticks and celery? I wonder Wait, why. wait. No, even worse. I have two most favorite snacks in the whole entire world. And anybody that knows me knows that these are my favorite snacks because it's essentially all I eat. Um, cucumber and salsa. Preferably peach salsa. Um, so I just slice up cucumber into little chunks and then dip it in the salsa as if it was chips and it's amazing. Um, and then the other of my favorite snacks is kaboka squash, otherwise known as buttercup squash. It's fantastic. I stick it in the oven for like two hours on 400 so that it's totally overcooked and baked, 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 baked like crazy. And then I pull it out, slice it in half, pull out the seeds and just eat it skin and all with a little bit of salt and pepper. Oh my God, it's heavenly. It's like the most creamy, buttery, buttery, wonderful, delicious, sweet squash. And I eat one a day. I think I'm a little orange because I eat so much buttercup squash. Okay, it's butternut squash. No, it is buttercup squash. squash. Really? It's Japanese, and I looked it up on the internet. I looked it up on the internet. It's called the Japanese pumpkin. thing, maybe? Yeah, probably. But I did. And I I I say that from... Growing up on a farm where we had like, like six or seven different types of squash to the point where I was like, I hate squash. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it is I really so. high in great yeah. vitamins. But I, I did like, I couldn't get a buttercup squash, which is called. Never the seen it, never heard of it. But I did find yeah. butternut. So I had that the other day because. Yes, oh, yeah, that's good. Because I'm so, now, I got to, I got to get those. more vitamin A in my diet anyway. Well, that'll, that'll do it. It's either that or liver. Um, but both of those things are very, 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 very low in calories. Very, yes. very, very. I mean, if she eats one squash a day, that's not a lot of calories. No, no. I mean, at she all. could eat the whole thing. I mean, I'm assuming even if it's a small, even if it's butternut squash size, which is an actually mm-hmm. a pretty large piece of squash, if you cut it in half. Um, um, that's not a lot of calories. I mean, yeah. that's, 
and cucumbers and peach salsa sounds awful. <laughs> peach Together, salsa yeah, is that... awful. <sighs> peach salsa sounds... is awful. It's like one of the. I but yeah, I hate I peaches, like so I don't know. I, I like peaches and I like yeah. cucumbers, just not together in yeah, a like, snack. Yeah, likewise, Heidi. Because it's like, I can I, I don't mind peaches and I don't mind <laughs> cucumbers. It's just not not when you're eating them. And peaches and salsa? I can understand mangoes, but peaches? Ugh. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. I've it's, tried peach salsa. It's gross. It's Mango salsa is much better. It's, yes. Yeah. But I'm surprised that someone that is talking about the snacks they like on the internet is also branding people with their initials i don't know i don't want to believe it man i don't want to believe it i am the villain of the story which is also from smallville (laughs) nice which sometimes i hear in my head sometimes i am the villain of the story that's lex that's we have they use that more often. I think that's I a great know. Do you think so? It's two <laughs> seconds. It's when he realizes he's not a nice person anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which was like the whole wonderful thing about Smallville, watching him get more and more evil and the mental breakdown that happened. But Yeah, uh, Hubby loved yeah, Hubby loved Smallville. Well, and so is my brother. Not just, yeah, like I said before, not my genre, but it's yeah. there. They loved it. Oh, did you watch Smallville? And they would have this big conversation. And I'm like, well, I we have had, no idea what you're talking we about. We had a drinking game that, well, you know, Zelda's busy, so she couldn't uh, talk about it. But when she lived in this town, like, she would come over and we would watch Smallville. And we would drink every time <laughs> Clark <laughs> destroys a truck, which is once a show. <laughs> ridiculous how many car- trucks he totals like the, the kent's insurance policy must have been out of control um yeah every- susan, susan when she when when that, that when that actress was talking about the cucumbers and, and peach salsa i was thinking marge gunderson yeah oh i love him Mar- i love marge i just marge think i'm gonna barf wait 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 dang it Gotta All be right. there somewhere. Oh, <laughs> dang it. It's well, there somewhere. It is. And you know what? There it is. No, I just think I'm gonna barf. Well, that passed. There it yeah. is. Yeah, now I'm hungry again. <laughs> now I'm hungry it again. <laughs> uh, You've heard that before on March. here. You knew I had it, right? <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> But you know, oh she's God. a consummate professional because. No, I just think I'm gonna barf. Well, that passed. Yeah? Yeah, now I'm hungry again. Aww. <laughs> oh now I'm gosh. hungry again. But not for uh, peach salsa. Oh, we're, we're, no. Yeah, that's just not. That's just not okay. That's just weird. But so, yeah. Uh, so he's been he's been arrested is is what I, I so. understand right so he's been I'm arrested sh- for what ex- is it for um, assault is it for yeah from the all right you know you know how these shows like they show the document on right. the screen like like TMZ or whatever yeah yes <laughs> well no 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 like the the document on the screen that's like 
in a court of law, this person versus this person, these are the alleged, you know. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. We watch the crime shows. They put the courts thing. Right. And what it looked like is they were saying that that they were coerced and branded and hurt. You know, the one girl, um, her name was, where was she? She was the one saying that, you know, bringing charges against him. So Was this the one that said that... They they held her down and and yeah. um, branded her pelvis or something uh, yeah. against her will. Okay. Yeah, that's what she's saying. And I was, I think I took something from that from the from the thing. Um, but they also talked about how they he wanted to be called Vanguard, and I'll play that real quick. It's a quick one. Participants say they're taught to call Ranieri Vanguard. Vanguard. Yes. Vanguard is the name that we refer to uh, Keith as because he is a leader of a philosophical movement. The second highest ranking member of Nexium is a woman named Nancy Saltzman. Former members say she is known as Prefect. So Keith and Nancy, Vanguard and Prefect. At the heart of Nexium training is something called intensives, which former members say are like group therapy, running as long as 14 hours a day for up to 16 days. So, yeah. Beware of organizations where um, the leader gives himself a weird title. <laughs> so he named himself after a mutual fund? Yeah. <laughs> I you know what? Just, when you Google it, that's what you find. And it's yes. not a bad mutual fund, okay? Yes. <laughs> but it's hell? supposed to mean like a person that come is the leader of an organization, you know, that has this brand new way of thinking, which is not a bad idea it's not name for a mutual new, fund. It's just but, recycled bullshit for crazy yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. And like like the one guy said it's um a, a mixture of objectivism and Scientology and EST, which is the Earhart Seminars Training, which seems, which I wasn't really <laughs> familiar with. Or, mm, what? I know, I said, is there still people in the cult or has it been shut down? Oh, I think there are because there are different, um, different places all over the country where they have them. Like, I don't oh my think they God, shut everything that. down. Because there was one in Vancouver, there was one in New York, and there was one in California, at least. Oh, my God. And then I was listening on YouTube, and somebody called in one, and was like, oh, I'm interested in your organization. And they were like, really? Because of all the news and everything that happened? And he's like, no, there were it was in the news? And then he started, and he basically just got him to talk about it, you know, in a very, it was, it was a long long thing but basically he was like wow i think that scientology is really interesting and he's like oh i'm glad you think so let's talk about that oh my god <laughs> so basically he was trying to like record them to put it on youtube that they're still open and this was like two days wow ago. yeah wow he was like let's have a video so, uh conference later he's like that would be great <sighs> yay <laughs> so oh you can God. still join this cult so, if you wanted to. <laughs> no, no, thank you. So we should probably, if we find out any other information going forward, we should maybe have an update of the of the cult. Yeah. 
There was one thing that uh, Ken like wanted me to to record, which I did, and it's a quick one too, where he thinks that Rainier, I'm probably saying his name wrong, confesses to murder, and I think, and this is on YouTube, like it's totally on YouTube. I think he's saying someone died because I said the wrong thing. So Ken and I are kind of going back and forth. So you guys listen to this and you tell me if he, you think he's admitting murder or if he's saying as an organ, as a leader of an organization, if he does the wrong thing, people could die. All right. I'm going to play that real quick. I've been shot at because of my beliefs. I've had to make choices. Should I have bodyguards? Should I have them armed or not? Um, I've had people killed. Right. Because of my beliefs, right. and because of their beliefs, right. and because of things that I've said, mm-hmm. and I'm mindful of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm leading an organization that's doing something very good. The bright, you might say, you know, this is a an old Christian adage, which I think is very true. The brighter the light, the more the bugs. Right. So I think what we have is a very bright light. I so had people killed. That? Sounds like he had people killed. Yeah. That's totally on YouTube. That's totally on YouTube. I've because had if, if I had like, caused oh someone's God. death, I would have said because of me, people died, or yeah. something to that effect. Not that that's not what he said. So and he kind of said it because she made him angry because she brought up the business he used to have that went belly up. <laughs> so I think it was she kind of a threat. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's scary. So, I, because all of these all these cult leaders all have some, you know, some of them are cult leaders because they want to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are cult leaders, and usually it's because of sex in some form or fashion. Um, yeah. And some are just narcissistic assholes, and a combination of all three of that. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just bizarre. I mean, it this, is bizarre. This is, this is strange. Absolutely strange. Yeah, and um, th- that's the thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I always... I watch these things, and I always try to think, like... <sighs> the desire to be involved in something is great, but where do these people cross the line when they should have turned back? And granted, it doesn't happen all the time that you get involved in a cult, <laughs> but I don't know. Right. It just... I I used to know a couple of people that were in cults in the in the seventies, or their yeah. their parents were, yeah. not like a Manson, not like just a regular run of the mill cult where you know it was kind of it was not a big name. It was where where were they? Oregon, Utah, somewhere like that. Yeah, and it was it was like a new age Christian something or another. And it was one of those where you went to work and you did whatever you did and you came home, you got your paycheck, you came home and you gave this group half. And then with that half, um, they built their own utopia, which is a you know a bunch of people in this one area, whatever. Well, of course, that's not what I mm-hmm. you know, dudes putting it up his nose or, you know, you know, looking for loose women or gambling or whatever he's doing um and so it just it was that or kind ponzi of thing. schemes or pyramids right things. but you know what right I, I i've so, gone I sometimes think 
see, I, people on Atkins diets are in a cult, but you know. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Or paleo, paleo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what? I've gone too far, you guys. This stinks. I went too far. So I'm going to have to go to break here. And then we'll okay. be right back after break. Okay? Cool. Okay. All right. You're listening to Resistor Sisters. Why do people keep saying glass ceiling like it's a bad thing? Clouds. Stars. Huh, and what if a cat got up there <laughs> and sat on it? <laughs> we'll be right back with Resistor Sisters. Hi, this is Tim Coramall from The Tim Coramall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare... I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Resistor 
Resistor Sisters. Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time. That's right, the patriarchy must be destroyed because bombs and cult leaders are bad. (laughs) And we've had this theory. Well, I want to say hello again to Caitlin Chris. Hello. Hello. Hello, Caitlin. Hello. And hello, Heidi. Hey. And of course, I'm Susan. But yeah, I've got we've got a little some things about the teachers. But in the past, we've said, well, there are no female shooters. And what happened four days ago? Four days ago. Yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah. And I have a clip from her YouTube account. Oh. Yeah. Uh. So if you if you guys want to hear that, like it was just funny because it was a shooting in YouTube. I'm kind of a fan of YouTube, okay? Like, I really like the sharing of videos. Like, these are a lot of the things that, like, things and commercials and videos that I haven't seen in years were put on YouTube freely, and I think that's great. Right. Um, I I like YouTube, you know, because I think... I kind of like the way people are sharing information. People are more likely to share in a video form. I know that, I don't know. I I think it's intelligent in general, but you know, there, there are some stupid things out there. Granted, I'm not going to say it's perfect, but I think there's been a lot of good sharing of information. And, um, basically when this shooter happened at YouTube, um, People came out and said, oh, it's probably a domestic violence thing. Well, it's not. Right. Because she that's was, no, yeah, that's normally what it is with typically with female shooters in a situation such as that yeah. is it's break and up with a boyfriend or that kind of thing. I have I have different feelings on this because she basically was a YouTuber that had problems with the policy of YouTube. And she was. Um, so what were the. So I. I, I've been busy since since it happened. You know, I, I watched it for a while yesterday, That's and then fine. ever since then I've been swamped. So what? So I I understood that her she had a grievance with their sharing policy. Or exactly. So what was she sharing stuff that is against their rules? So like uh, with nudity or something that she's saying or something to that effect, or is it that she's sharing too much? What was her beef? That's and what the was thing. It? Her beef was they put an age restriction on her videos. She was getting money. For her videos she was getting shares for her videos she had workout videos she was a vegan yeah. <laughs> she and an animal rights person or something and an animal yeah. rights person and like they kind of showed a lot of her little videos on this and it looks like she was dancing with a cow you know it kind of looked funny like not bad and i hate to glorify a shooter um because no let's not you know I, I have a feeling that never violence violence is never the answer you know but it sounds like they put an age restriction on her but it was like a workout video it didn't look obscene and she so was showing so other age, people's so videos like, 
so over 20, like an age restriction, like only over 21, like I can't be 15 and watch it. Exactly. So you, if I think what they do, if there's an age restriction is you have to put in your date of birth, you have to log in again, la la la, something like that. Oh, that's kind of a pain in the ass. And it's a workout video. Yeah. There were some workouts and some dancing with animals, some anti meat things and things like that. So she's showing graphic videos of like no, that's the thing she slaughterhouses or something because that will that will absolutely ding. Yeah, I didn't watch kind of everything stuff. on her channel because they <clears throat> took the channel down. A, eh? but her website, if you're interested in, was n a s i m e s a b z dot com. Abs, which abs. is her name. She's Persian. Originally, right. N-A-S-I-M-E-S-A-B-Z dot com. So I'm going to just so play. Her, so her beef was with, so her beef was not with anybody specific at YouTube. It was just YouTube in general. It was YouTube in general, but she went to them and she said that she um, asked them to take the age restriction off and they wouldn't. So let me just play that real quick. I'm being discriminated mm-hmm. and filtered on YouTube. And I'm not the only one. So recently, they also attacked my Persian channel, Nassim Saps. And if you go and check my videos, you see that my new videos hardly get views. And my old videos that used to get many views, stopped getting views. So this is because I'm being filtered. And another thing, they age restricted my ab workout video. A video that has nothing bad in it, nothing sensual. Why they did that? Because it got famous and was getting many views. So they age restricted that video to keep it from getting views. I contacted support team and they also said the same thing. There are some inappropriate things in your video. Videos like uh, many singers like Nicki Minaj, Miley, and many others who have sensual scenes so inappropriate for children to watch don't get age restricted but my videos my workout video gets age restricted this is what they are doing to vegan activists and many other people who try to promote healthy humane and smart living people like me are not good for big businesses like for animal business for medicine business and for many other businesses. That's why they are discriminating and censoring us. For more info, visit my website. So, like I said, I'm not condoning violence, but it sounds like, you know, whatever. I'm a weekend activist, you know? I don't do this all the time, but... uh, What gun did she use? She just uses, I think, a regular handgun. It was not a... It was just a regular run-of-the-mill well that explains that explains why there weren't that many people killed then yeah i think she was the only one that was killed unless somebody's died since yesterday because there's three people injured i oh okay because i heard three were injured but maybe that was including her Uh, no there's there's a two men killed herself yeah she killed herself herself. yeah yeah she killed herself yeah um there was two men hurt and one woman, but it, they were supposed, so I don't know if you saw the, the video of 
when they were, you know, going over the YouTube campus, mm -hmm. there was that section that was like all those red umbrellas. Yeah. From what I understood, that's where it happened was they were people that were outside for a party of some sort. And I don't know what kind of party, maybe like a, a retirement or a birthday, who knows what kind of whatever it was. But that's where she, where she encountered YouTube employees. Mm -hmm. And then there was a um, an employee of YouTube that heard her. They, he was not in that area, he, but he was like walking by or stand, standing on the other side of the building or something and heard... Um, somebody say, do you want to shoot me? Shoot me or something like that. Or oh. do, are you here to shoot me? Uh, something to that effect. I might not have the words exactly correct. So, um, but he couldn't tell if it was a male or female and judging from her voice, her voice is kind of like mine where it's like deeper. It's mm -hmm. not that pretty feminine girly voice. Um, so, <laughs> so my assumption is that it could have been either her or somebody else. It wouldn't have had to actually, you know, it could have been, you know, it could have been her if she was yelling. Um, but it's, I, what she did was horrific, awful, yeah. and I hope those people are okay. But on the other hand, it sounds like perhaps she had a point as far as what her beef was. Now, of course, doing what she did is not how yeah. you fix this. You go on, you you go on social media and you start a campaign and says, say, why are you doing or this to me? Or you come on other people's something. podcasts and talk to them. And the, talk you know? about it and say, We're, yeah. I'm getting screwed over. Why? Although, and, and, you know, and point out to them other, other people's videos that are not, you know, obviously we can't watch her videos to see what the problem could have been. Yeah. But if what she's saying is accurate, um, that watching a video, you don't get that same, um, yeah, and I don't. I don't know. I maybe mean, they. Maybe they have something where they check to make sure that the people who are looking at it are not like also interested in like kids stuff. And then so they put the, oh well, you know, he can't. They can't probably watch this exercise video. I mean, I don't know what what their algorithm is or what the how they make that determination. I, and I I swear all of the all of those sites and and social media. I, I don't think they have necessarily a cut and dried for everything anyway, do they? I, I at least it seems like they don't. Well, it did from the they they were showing brief clips, and the odd thing was she was an animal activist and talking about you know um, animal rights and and promoting a vegan lifestyle and working out, but she was right. dancing with people in like cow costumes, like that's kind of <laughs> funny. Okay. Yes, yes. I mean, being, I hate to say it, but it's funny. Not, right. I don't want to glorify a shooter, but I'm kind of like, wow, that's a fun way to look at it. Like, why would it right. didn't? She was kind of like doing some sit-ups and some, you know, you guys have all done yoga, you know, where you do the bridge right. and you put your pelvic up. That's not obscene. Right. She was wearing leotards. Of course, of course, I remember when um when I was in high school, mm -hmm. we had we had, we had a month where we did um. Out and what she did at that time, and you know, 14 year old, you're getting a little dolicky. Oh, sorry. Um, you know, thir 13, 14 year old girls were mostly giggling at the whole pelvic thrust thing, you know, <laughs> because we're not that mature at 13 and 14. Well, and, you know, the other thing is, is couldn't they, I mean, and, and again, I don't want to look like I'm thinking, you know, I'm acting like, look, make it sound like I'm, I'm 
on her side because I'm not. No. But couldn't they, in in a sweet, not in just her situation, but everybody's situation, say, okay, this video that you have has X Y Z in it. Could you please take that out? Otherwise, we have to put an age restriction on. Now I know that there's tens of millions of shit on there, but mm-hmm. you can do that warning and say you have X number of times to, you know, you can by tomorrow at noon, you have to take this out or we're going to put an age restriction on, like give the person the option of getting rid of whatever the issue is. That would have been better. I mean, and I don't know enough about YouTube and how they do that stuff to, you know, make a, make an assumption that they don't do that. But, and again, I mean, it's awful that this is how she decided to, to go about it. I mean, Mm -hmm. there were so many other ways for her to, Get her point across. She could have found people who would go to YouTube and, you know, protest outside their offices. I mean, there's so many different ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, there just is. This, this, that's never the answer, and it no. didn't. It didn't change anything. You know. I mean. So I mean, that's sad. It's really a pretty sad situation. It is. And I it is. Hope and those it, people are okay. And yeah. Yeah. But one of the things we were talking about last night when I was watching it mm-hmm. was that, um, and the the new the um, they were talking to someone in law enforcement. And they said, you know, watch all those people running out of the building. They are going to have issues coming out. You know, they're not necessarily PTSD, but it is going to be. This was a traumatic experience. You got you were ushered out of your your workplace with your hands up running away from your building most of them had nothing on them as far as um you know no purses no cell phones mm-hmm. and then they're herded into an area where they're patted down by law enforcement that's not a normal situation and you know if you heard the gunshots you know today is going to you know the next day is going to be difficult for you you know you might not sleep or you might you know you might hear somebody's chair scrape on the floor and you wince there's going to be there could be problems coming forward for for a lot of people, which is sad. And yeah, and that's I think a part of the shootings that people don't think about. You always think about the the um, casualties and the injured, but what about the people who had nothing like that, but still witnessed something that was horrendous? So, um, but yeah, it was horrible. That was horrible, and yeah, just just a sad situation all around. Yeah, yeah, and it's, I don't know, like I said, there are too many shootings, and it's, I just wanted to give some more information on that. I don't mean to glorify a shooter at all. Yeah. 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 But it's interesting, though, I didn't, I didn't realize, I mean, you know, I had heard that she was pissed at YouTube for something, and I'm like, all right, whatever, because I didn't... you know, because my thought was a shooter, it doesn't matter. But what you said was very interesting as far as what her, her actual beef was. Yeah. Um, I mean, lot, her beef made sense. Yeah. A lot of a lot of shooters, like, I kind of don't want to know what their motivation is when I get past, like, I don't know, a breakup or angry or, you know, different right. things like that. Like, but it just right. kind of seems right. specific. She went to YouTube because she was angry at YouTube, you know, but right. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I've got to think that that's not the first person that's been pissed at them and not the first, I mean, I wonder what they're doing as a company now to kind of, um, 
make sure their people are safe and make sure that yeah. um, they deal with things maybe differently. I don't know. I mean, how that's a pretty frightening and terrifying kind of thing to happen. Um, Definitely. Uh, yeah, I, that's and those those campuses, from what I've understood, are pretty um, open. You know, they're, that's how they were made. They're made to, you know, you're not behind a wall and nobody can get to you or anything. You have a lot of place outside spaces for people to, you know, have lunch or congregate or whatever. Barbie. And that's part of their barbecue. It's probably right. quite nice and warm in California this time of year, right? Oh God, yes, <laughs> yes. So, were we going to talk about the um, teacher strikes some, in some places? Mm-hmm. In Oklahoma. California. Was it Oklahoma? What was the other state? Yeah, well, I do. Have West Virginia was a couple of weeks ago. The yeah. um, Oklahoma uh, governor. Uh, uh, some information. What were you saying, Caitlin? Oh, God. Oh, uh, I was just think, saying that, you know, at this time of year, California can get pretty hot. Already, so. Yeah, oh. probably barbecuing and having a good time there. Um, but Jealous. yeah, Oak, the Oklahoma government, the governor of Oklahoma, the Mary... Uh, Mary Fallon. Fallon, yeah. I got a little... Yeah, she's uh, a piece I of got, work. <laughs> I got a brief quote. You know, she said... The the, I got it from Crooks and Liars. I should name my sources more often, by the way, because Crooks and Liars is pretty awesome. But um, yeah, it's just are. a quick little thing from her. Teachers want more, but it's kind of like having a teenage kid that wants a better car. But true, but their car has been taken away over the last 10 years. Well, it has been a difficult time, and that's why I'm very proud that this year we were able to get something done for our teachers. That's pretty condescending. So... So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up something for, and I don't know if you know this, and the reason I know this is because mm -hmm. I watched this play out in 2013, and I was I was so freaking outraged. I I actually literally sent an actual letter typed out to Good. this bitch, and I never got a response. So in 2013, really? there was a there was like a two week span where there was a bunch of tornadoes in Oklahoma, and one yeah. hit a school. What year was that? Right. 2013. Really? I remember that. Right. I think I do. And so part of it, when the school that was hit was not... Now you're going in and out. Meaning, there, is there something going on? Is there some sort of bad satellite issue? There might be, or storms. I mean, I've, I was getting a lot of wind here earlier. It's funny you're talking yeah, about storms. Both of you, yeah, both of you are doing it too, like every once in a while, and wow. I'm and I'm not moving, so I'm just yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, but with with her, so this happened. There was kids that died, and in the school, they were not up to what you would would consider code mm -hmm. for. Um, I mean, um, tornado ready, meaning normally they're um, some sort of concrete, other other kinds of building materials. And so there was a way to retrofit the schools that were there, like not crush them to the ground or rebuild, but to um, reinforce the schools so they could um, be safe for the kids. Because I, I think there was like, what, three three or five kids died in the school or something. Wow. Um, and they should have been safe. They should not have died. 
And so she, you know, we need to help our kids and, you know, make every make sure everybody's safe, yada, yada, yada. And everybody's like, okay, great. We need to make sure that these kids are safe at these, you know, that they're tornado ready and yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. And she was like, well, wait a minute now. We don't want to spend all that money. Literally, that's what she yeah. said. Like, like almost verbatim is what she said. And so instead it's what they did. All about money. Yeah. Instead what they did um, is they they got these, um, they're like blankets, but I don't know what they're made of. But it, you you could hide under them and supposedly it saves you from getting hit by the debris because that's normally what how, why people oh, die is they get hit by get debris. Hurt. Oh. Right. But the problem is, and I've been in a tornado, is... The hurricanes um, are afraid I, of the blanket? Just I, kidding. No, the, yeah, the, the tornado was afraid, right? But yeah. Tornadoes, you you can be told that it's coming, but you don't usually have like five or ten minutes to drag the shit out to get your kids underneath it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's not, it's, it's, a, it's one of those, it's, it's like, you know, you have a leak in your roof... So you're going to put a bucket under it and that's, that fixes your leak, right? It's yeah. kind of, that was her, her way of doing it as cheaply as possible. Well, I guess after the fact, people have bitched about it and complained mm-hmm. and they're finally maybe getting legislation together in 2018 that could retrofit these schools. Um, they've started, I guess there's been a couple, but they've all had to go with local funds instead of state funds. So you, if you live in this community and you have three schools that need to be retrofitted, your taxes all go up in that particular area or they get bonds or whatever. So what a shithead. I mean, come on. So she's a piece of work. I must say she's a giant piece of work. Yeah. So the, the article was also talking about like it gave more numbers of like this is what the Republican government is spending the money on instead of spending on the money on kids, teachers, infrastructure. Did did you see that? I I think it was in Oklahoma. Did you see the video of their school books and their, their classrooms? Oh, really? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, so they're from 1930. The books are like, what was it? 90. The books had a, copyright date of 1998 if i remember correctly maybe uh, one was like from 2005 if i remember right and they were awful. showing the like the 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 peeling paint and the the what looked like mm. mold and and um issues in the bath i mean the bathrooms prisons have nicer bathrooms oh, uh, bars bars at bar clothes have nicer bath i mean these i wouldn't go i wouldn't go in there that's horrible yeah um but it looked like and i if i remember right when i was looking this stuff up earlier today about oklahoma they've had a million millions and billions of dollars in tax cuts since this witch has been their governor all going of course to the top percent but this is the schools what the schools look like um and it sounds like there's starting to be a little bit of reverberation in in Oklahoma that there's a lot of pushback on this now finally yeah. finally um, but I don't I mean it's Oklahoma it's a very red state so I don't know where that's going to go yeah it's <laughs> a very red state and it's I, I was working uh, for a bank for mobile home loans when a hurricane went through Oklahoma and there oh, is a God. spot in Oklahoma called Hurricane Alley because it gets yeah. 
hurricanes so regularly, mm-hmm. which is terrifying that people still build there. But apparently you mean they tornadoes, can't. Susan? Yeah, I always mess up tornadoes and hurricanes. I think. <laughs> is that stupid? It is. It is. No, it no, is. That, that's, yeah. it's not. It's not stupid because both of them are big wind events. Right. Exactly. Big and terrifying if you don't live wind in a, events. It, I thought right. it was called and Hurricane a, Alley. A, no, it's Tornado Alley. It is Tornado, tornado Alley. Tornado Alley. Yeah, I, tornado I only know because where, where I am is on the um is on the, the edge of Tornado Alley. Yeah, so. yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. So it's from like Iowa through down Oklahoma, down Kansas. Yeah, Oklahoma, Texas. Kansas, down through Texas, yes. into parts of Texas. And yeah. you know what? I was talking to someone that lived in the area, and I was like, look, I don't mean to be dumb. But why can't you build basements like to anchor these oh, we have homes? Basements. They have basements. I don't Some think they have do. basements. Anyway. Like because I, well, the, it's I, unable places, to. Soil, yeah, I think the soil's too hard though. Exactly, that's what they said. The soil's too hard, and, and, like, and radon that is wild and radon to is me. an issue. It's wild. Yeah, radon is an issue too in warmer climates, so you can't. Like like here, you know, you dig down a basement yeah. for for here because you have to have one. I mean, um, I don't know. I, I think I don't even know if there is home. There is a, a lot of homes in Minnesota without a basement. It would be ridiculous. A lot in of homes in California <laughs> don't have basements either because they have unstable ground, earthquakes, blah blah blah. Right. But yeah, radon gas is a problem and i know in texas and like I new, new mexico that. that's interesting so they don't yeah so it's radon gas yeah i mean we have radon gas detectors we have in our basement but radon's not a big real problem up here and i don't know enough about it to talk really intelligently about it but i do know that mm-hmm. in places like texas and new mexico they don't usually have basements because of the radon gas yeah um, and a lot of times like um you know like said earlier it's it's because the soil sucks you know it's like clay or it's got sand and you can't really build anything through sand and not only can you not grow a lot of things but yes you can't dig which is like mind-blowing to me but yeah so they'll have uh, kansas i think has basements and they have those weird storm cellar things from like twister where you have to run outside and get into the storm cellar just like they did in the wizard of oz in the beginning and that Twister, takes place in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> that takes place in Canada. I mean, not Canada. They've had, they've had tornadoes in Canada. Oh, yes. and Smallville takes place in Kansas, too. Which they in also Kansas? had a hurricane. Yes, Smallville is in Kansas. Because Smallville oh. is right next to Kansas City, Kansas, is what they call Metropolis. Which is Superman uh, City, oh. where the Daily Planet is. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was New York. I thought it was no, that's like, Gotham, though. Oh, New York sorry, is Gotham. Wrong character. Wrong character. Kansas City, yeah, Kansas is, is Smallville. And so where does Spider-Man hang out? L.A.? He's, no, he's Brooklyn. He's like... Yeah, he's New York. He's the New other York. part of New York. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't... I, I was not aware <laughs> of the Kansas City, New oh, York. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm, this yeah. is not my genre. I'm learning things tonight. This is interesting. <laughs> In the imaginary oh. world of superheroes, <laughs> which <laughs> oh you have God. no idea how much I've learned in the past 20 years of marriage, because <laughs> when you make friends with one 
comic book fan, you make friends with a lot of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they hang together. <laughs> so I've learned <laughs> a lot of things about oh, superheroes hilarious. in the last 20 years. Like, Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I was kind of, I was the girl, like, I, I read Love and Rockets, which is about L.A. I don't know. You guys probably don't. But I, I, heard of it. I, I read just alt comics. Like I also subscribed to Bitchy Bitch, which was the comic in the <laughs> early nineties, which was great. It was about this woman uh, that was angry all the time and having her period all the time. And I was like, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> oh, so like Sarah Huckabee Sanders? <laughs> no, she was cooler than her. No way. <laughs> Oh, did you see, completely off topic, but did you yeah. see the Sarah Huckabee Sanders reading, reading no. Easter stories? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Go on, go on YouTube. Yeah. Look at that. I will. Go on YouTube and find the video. It is fucking, like, you will cry. And the reason I say I that is because she's reading, I think she's reading the the story of Jesus becoming you know resurrecting from blah blah so that's the story i think that she's right she's reading to these children and she's reading it but she's not smiling and she's reading it like somebody has a gun to her head forcing her to do it (laughs) and she's not smiling and then you know when when you when you do that you're supposed to put you know because there's pictures in these books and you're supposed to show mm-hmm. it around to the kids that are there she literally like puts puts the book in front of him <laughs> like a second it's like oh my god it says sarah huckabee sanders frightens children at the white house easter <laughs> she frightens children it, it will make you cry i, I saw because i thought it was a whole like i thought it, somebody made it up like it was you know <laughs> Because at this point, I don't trust anything the first time. And no, I guess it was it really actually happened. Now, there is a little funny thing in, in a couple of them where at the end, you see, like, it's only Trump sitting there. But it what she actually did was the reading in front of children. Um, and then somebody spoofed and has Trump sitting there with this look on his face, which is funny. But no, she actually did this. Yeah. And then... That's he my also, bedtime story tonight. <laughs> oh my god, it's hilarious! I have she's nightmares. Just, <laughs> smiling, like somebody forced her to do it. She just looks unhappy as hell. And you know these kids are like, "Dude, really?" And then the um, young ones start crying. Oh, why, mommy? I want to go home. No, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, please, mommy. Because we because we live in bizarre world. Then did you see? uh, Did you see the shit given with the with the uh, Easter Bunny standing next to him, talking about the White House, but he couldn't remember the name of the White House. Yeah, Yeah. Ken was talking about that, and I'm like, that's it. I'm just, my mind is blown. I I think he's having, you know what, I seriously think he's having a dementia episode. If you can't remember where you work, buddy, oh, come on. Ken was like talking about where you live and work, and oh, that thing you campaigned about, it's called the White House. Oh, my God. It's big and it's white. It's not gray. Well, you know, Ron, and, oh when God. Ronald Reagan was president, his last term, it's been understood that he was 
the you know dementia alzheimer's was really kind of right there with him yeah. so he was yeah. not doing well so that's why you didn't see him a lot in the second yeah there was times that he was lucid times that he Towards wasn't lucid. the end of the second his second right, he term was, right he was, right he was be- well there, from what i've understood there was times in the whole second from mm-hmm. from like inauguration day on where really? he was not always okay okay um but his people at least didn't have him come out because let's be honest, if you come out with a, with your president, especially back in Reagan's time and now too, you look weak yeah. because your president looks like a fool. Um, Our president looks so, like a fool every five seconds. Right. I know. It's exactly. Like hurting my brain. I know. I can't. But like, so for, seriously. <laughs> So for Reagan, he was, he, they gave him things to read and they had him read them and that was all he would do mm-hmm. for the most part. They, he was not allowed to go off script. He couldn't do that. Yeah, um, but Heidi, there's a, there's a problem with Trump. I'm not sure he knows how to read. Yeah, no, that's true. Seriously. I, that, I, I would Seriously. like to know if, I mean, it sounds weird, but I Seriously, think you're right. I mean, he... You know what? I, I'm going to tell you, like... I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far to say he was an illiterate, but I. I have someone I work with on a regular basis, and I've been working with them for the a year, and mm-hmm. they just kind of, they're bullshitting all the time. Um, they, oh man, they just do these things, and I finally like cornered someone and said, "Is he illiterate? Just tell me." And they're like, "All right, no, he's not illiterate." But he is dyslexic. And I know dyslexia is a disease, but I was like, I knew it. Damn it. I knew it because he's always bullshitting about things. He never reads anything. He's always like he never tells you anything he's read. He always repeats things that other people say like they're gospel. Like, Um, I bet he's very function. I would bet he's functionally dyslexic, if not illiterate. I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of dyslexia, because there's a lot of different kinds. There is. Because um, I, 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 one of and my And I know people who, that are very, that finished college degrees that had dyslexia, and right. I appreciate that. But this one, like, he's just, there's so much bullshit. He drives me crazy, you know? Like, he drives right. everyone around him crazy, because he... <sighs> He just always knows everything, you know? So, but that's well, another it, story that you don't want to know. I mean, about. he would be able to get <laughs> help for something like that. I mean, because mm-hmm. I, I used to have a boss that was functionally illiterate. Like, he, and it wasn't dyslexia related. It was, yeah. And it took me a while to figure it out. But I was like, why does it, he, because he would come in and say, what, what is this, you know, tell me, you know, here, here you go, deal with this. And he'd hand me something, and I'm like, Okay, this has your name on it, dumbass. This has nothing to do with me. You know, I mean, I can't, I can't deal with this. This is mm-hmm. your, like, it, I can't do anything. This is yours. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. And he'd walk away. And, mm-hmm. um, and then he'd like, you know, cause he would say, well, why can't you blah, 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 whatever the thing, and it wouldn't be what the, what the actual thing said. Mm-hmm. And what, and he'd ask me, well, why can't you do blah, blah, blah. And I, I would say, Okay, that has nothing to do with blah, blah, blah. It has to do with this. <laughs> wow, yeah. I just wanted to make sure you were paying attention. And you walk away. And I'm oh, like, wait a minute. Oh, the... Uh, see, that's the kind of thing yeah. that I'm like, no, just... 
Don't make me feel like I'm crazy. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> We've been talking here for a while, Caitlin. You got? Do you have anything you want to bring up that I that we're talking about? The Easter egg hunt and the present Not- and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Just it, it, just a matter of you know how I, I I've always been thinking is like where where Trump and his family are concerned. I, I don't I don't know if anyone any of them really know how to read. But they really reliant on like the um, text to speech sort of or speech to text <laughs> yes. rather sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, that's a good that's a good point. Maybe that's why some of his stuff comes out all crazy. Is because he's doing the the talk to text thing where I have a friend that uses it and it, she'll say, "Cow, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Cow." She said, "I said hello." The thing picked up cow. Yeah. So there, you know, there's so that's always a problem when I send like when I'm driving <laughs> and I try to send someone a text. There's always at least one typo in there. Right, you know? and it's bizarre. It's like, how the hell did it get that from that? Do you think yeah, he twitters so... text to speech? Oh, I'm sure he does. Oh, Wouldn't surprise me. But I think that sometimes he does because the misspellings are so awful, and he doesn't know how. So in the morning, I watch Ali Velshi and and Stephanie Rule. I love them. Hmm. So every morning that I'm home because I work from home at least three days a week, I always watch them. And every goddamn day, <laughs> almost, Ali Velshi actually has a section of his show dealing with the bullshit that comes out of Trump's mouth and say, to tell us, hey, by the way, he said this. That's not how it works. And he's literally got a segment every damn day about it. Yeah. Um, you know, about how DACA works and how this works. Mm-hmm. Literally, and he's got charts and all this stuff. Good. So that's smart. Because like let's let's watch what happened wrong. Let's talk about why that happened wrong. You guys know this, right? Because there's like so many wrong things. I I just think every time the president tweets, I think, how is this happening that we have a president that tweets? What happened to press releases? Does all of all does all of his decision making by tweet? That's crazy talk. But I'm but here's a, he's fired at least three people by tweet. But every That's right, crazy yeah, exactly. Talk. Yeah, he. Does you're that? right. It was at least That's three people. Worse than breaking up with someone via fax, Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Why would like, that you know, either? every other president has had <laughs> someone that takes care of him. So what they would do in a normal presidency is go to them and say, this is what's going on. This is what this is. Here's this issue. Make sure you say this, this, and this. Don't say this. And it, the reason is, is because, and and even, even when you're on a campaign trail, you know, because I've read, you know, a bunch of books about that since Clinton, they, the candidate in most cases is told, okay, this is your crowd. This is who you're talking to. Don't bring this up because that's kind of an iffy subject. But talk about this. This is what you say. Go. And that's what they do when they're president is they say, okay, Mm -hmm. here's your briefing. Here's what's going on. You're going to talk in front of these people. Make sure that you hit this. Or if it's a speech thing, you have a speech writer, the speech, you look it over, yada, yada. That's not what this guy does. No. Nobody is in charge of him. They mm-hmm. say one thing and he does another. I, and I, I've, I know I've said this on my, on my, uh, my 
personal Facebook page before. I swear everybody in the White House is is mainlining Hennessy and uh, eating Xanax like Tic Tacs because every <laughs> damn day it's just another disaster. I mean, yeah. you know, how many breaking news cycles does there have to be in a day? You know, they can't cover any other story, but all it's all his bullshit every day. <laughs> All day, all night, crazy Trump and, it, and really, we should be talking more about the teacher thing on, you know, the national news and local news much more. Um, I was going to say that there was walkouts I here an, Yeah, I know. Today. I have another teacher salary thing. Um, oh, good. It, it's, a, it's a long one. It's a two-minute one. But we, we usually stop about now, but we got to do a couple more minutes because we ran late. So let me give you that real quick. Let me play that. In his home state of West Virginia, teachers make an average of $45,000 a year. That's the 47th lowest teacher salary in the country. They felt they had no other option than to strike to get a 5% raise. Despite that small victory, teacher pay is plummeting overall. In 2015, public school teachers' weekly wages were 17% lower than what similar workers took home. 20 years ago, they were just 1.8% lower. How can you expect teachers to be effective when their pay is shrinking, but their challenges are growing? Take immigration. Studies show that immigration crackdowns have created an atmosphere of uncertainty and fear in many schools across the United States. Sure, immigration agents aren't allowed in schools, but that doesn't stop students from worrying that their families could be ripped apart. And that stress is felt by the whole classroom. Grades slip, classes miss, teachers end up assigning math homework and treating trauma. And of course, there's guns. As Parkland shows, school shootings have become so normal that students and teachers receive active shooter training, and that still doesn't keep them safe. And in cities like Chicago, plagued by gun violence, teachers have been helping children traumatized for this violence for years. Former Education Secretary Arnie Duncan said, our budget reflects our values. In that case, don't you think public school teachers deserve a bonus? Well, President Trump suggested they could get one, for carrying a gun. Otherwise, his administration wants mm. to slash public resources for schools. Under Secretary Betsy DeVos, the administration wants to cut federal funding for teacher training and counselors in schools. That would hit the type of programs that are helping the Parkland kids right now. We're asking teachers to be our children's bodyguards, grief counselors, food kitchens, and caretakers. How can they be compensated for this expanding job description? By striking or by carrying a gun? That is ridiculous. Today's teachers are shaping tomorrow's leaders. And when you fail one, you fail everyone. We can and we must do better. So, wow. yeah, that, that was a lot, but, you know. You know, I, I couldn't imagine being a teacher. There's two, two jobs I could never do. One, being a teacher. Two, working in healthcare. Absolutely not. I couldn't do either of those jobs. And I have so much respect for people who can. I think healthcare um, would be harder. I don't know. Dealing with, because I would, you know, less I have vomit. that. vomit. Like less, more vomit in healthcare. You, you know, because I, I know people who have been, who are teachers or, or who have been teachers. And some of the horror stories they've told me about parents, yeah. I would be like, I, 
okay, I, I need to shove you in my desk and, and, and lock you in there because you're being an asshole. <laughs> I mean, or, you know, I, I don't I don't think I, I would be able to do it. I mean, there's so much crap you have to put up with and you get paid shit. And yeah. if, if little Johnny gets a bad grade, it's your fault. It can't be that little Johnny didn't apply himself. It's it's the teacher's fault, or, which is or didn't do his didn't do his homework and lied about it. Right. Oh, sorry, I, that was my brother. <laughs> <laughs> it was just completely different from when I was a kid. If I did poorly in a class, my dad would be like, "Well, why why aren't you applying yourself?" Never did he ever think it was anything to do with the teacher. It wasn't the teacher's fault. And no, honestly, it was never the teacher's fault. It was my fault that I didn't give a rat's ass. So I I can't imagine that shit's changed that much in the you know since I went to school back in the Stone Age. So. I don't know. I, it would just not be a job I could ever do. And I applaud anybody who has the, you know, has the my, stomach my for te- it. My sister's a teacher. She teaches fourth grade. So. Does she like it? Uh, yeah, she had to switch schools. So she's basically having to start over because she had to move out of the Toledo school system to here. Oh. To the area of Lorraine County, but... Yeah, oh, so okay. she kind of had to start all over again, which was hard still, but... Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with having to spend money out of your own pocket, and, you know, if you see a kid that comes in that had, you can tell didn't have breakfast this morning, I mean, all that, you know, you have to be so many things. You have to be a guidance counselor. You have to be a, you know, a cop, you, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much. You have to be an educator. You have to be, well, she was She was know. doing the inner city um, Toledo schools. So that was really rough because. Right. There, she said, she said that all, you know, kids, most of her students have had people in their family murdered. Right, like fourth grade, and it's like, wow, yep. that's crazy because right. it's a little bit like that on the east side of Cleveland, but I don't think we're as they have uh, things like that. And the west side's a little less yeah, crime. That's, crime. Yeah, I have a I had a a friend that uh, used to teach in the Milwaukee school district, and her her class was like the kids nobody else wanted so they were usually the behavioral kids and mm-hmm. <clears throat> kids that might have had some sort of jail time and the kids that you know were disruptive and so she actually loved them she loved the class they they she helped them a lot they you know she had kids in her classroom that went on to college you know and she had them for a specific time frame um and you know it was it was at least a semester and sometimes a whole school year and sometimes two years depending on the student and one student was three years and then scott walker came in and they decided it was going to be a really great idea to not renew some teachers um for the for the next school year and instead hire high school graduates for $10 an hour. Oh, wow. Yeah, so wow. isn't that great? Yeah. Well, considering what, considering what Walker's done to the entire state, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he's a, he's a disaster. 
Hmm. Yeah, a complete disaster. Yeah, at one point a while ago, not now so much, but at one point I worked with, um, I had eight, uh, let's see, seven people that was in my specific side of the office. And out of those seven people, three of them uh, were from Wisconsin. And from Hudson, Wisconsin to Minneapolis, it's about on a good day, 35 minutes on a really bad day, an hour traffic. So because they don't have any jobs on that side, pretty much. No, because because walkers ruin the entire state. Yeah, it's horrible. It's a shithole. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's yeah, he's just he's just uh, yeah, there's no words. There's just no words. Um, But yeah. Uh, yeah. So, are we done? We. It seems like we've been Pretty talking much. forever. <laughs> but this has been a great day. You guys we wanted could... to do three hours of this, you know? In Minnesota, <laughs> I just, I just wanted to throw this one another Fargo reference in. And for what? For a little bit of money. There's more to life than a little money, you know. Don't you know that? And here you are, and it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful I just day. don't understand it. It's a beautiful day in Minnesota. It's a beautiful day. Yes. Oh, Marge, I and love you. And before you know it, it's going to be so hot, you're going to be dying. And tonight, no, I love the hot. I'm totally I love the looking hot. forward so- to uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders frightening me with stories <laughs> of you the will, resurrection of you, Jesus. <laughs> I promise you, you will laugh. I, I was like, oh my god, this has to be a parody, but it's really it's her. Not. It's really <laughs> happening. That's it's my really kind happening. of thing. I've I been could, saying I, that since November of 2016. It's really happening. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's so funny when you're talking about, like, Reagan, because <laughs> I remember being being a child and, you know, watching that presidency going this is awful this guy is senile this is it could yeah. never get worse than this but oh. it did. But it and then did. we had george w bush which and uh, we every nostalgic. every time i wax nostalgic about <laughs> republicans of the past like he oh. wasn't an absolute monster that couldn't shut up <laughs> i miss I reagan Oh, <laughs> oh, God. oh, this Jesus! Is an absolute crazy so- monster. <laughs> yeah. Yes, completely. Uh, so it was been it's been fun. We need to do this yeah. more often. Spend just because tonight was kind of like a cornucopia. It wasn't like you know it was kind of like throw things at the wall and we just yeah. talk about whatever. It was kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have to say the whole cult thing got a little racy. More racy <laughs> than I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> and I did fall down a big research hole because I was just like, you know, of course, at the first I was like, Allison's innocent. She's innocent. And then I was like, oh, oh, no, not so innocent. Oh, no. Oh, what have yeah, you been doing? Creepy, so you have to keep us, you have to keep us up to date. Like, I so, when, you know, yeah. going forward. Going forward. Is, yeah, going forward, we... I don't know. It's just one of those weird stories. And I think I've gotten to the point where my, huh? Okay, that's, I mean, everything is just bizarre <laughs> every day that, you know, yeah. nothing's going to be surprising. And in this political climate, you really can't say, oh, he didn't, because more than likely he did. And then oh, he, he did. did. <laughs> he did. 
and you know, <laughs> nothing's happened with um with Stormy lately. So no, has, has there been well, anything I've been missed? Kind something? Of quiet. There's no sun up in the sky. Stormy weather. Okay. Oh, oh James just it. makes That's me all. happy, okay? Yes. yes oh, and yes, here's yes. a stupid thing that made me happy. They have Lena Horn stamps at the post office. <laughs> Ooh. I haven't been to the post office. God, when was the last time I've been to the post office? I can't even. Oh, probably I sent, to, to Christmas presents. I sent my accountant all my tax information. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, nice. I kind of mail things every once in a while, but yeah, so. Yeah, I sort of, I mail things too every once in a while, but. Most yeah. of my ta- my taxes are done. I, Good for I go you. to like H and R Black because I don't like doing my own taxes. Right. Yeah. Ours are ours are com- complicated, and we've had the same guy, oh, same tax dude for like 12, 15 years or so. By the way, so. if your taxes aren't complicated, myfreetaxes.com. Um, I should have been talking about this earlier, but oh well. Um, I used to work for two one one, as Heidi knows, and myfreetaxes.com, like for most taxes, you just put in the stuff, bang, they'll do it for free. Nice. It's as fast as other places. Cause some people some people pay five hundred dollars to get a thousand dollars back. And it's like, yeah. hey, you could do that just as quick somewhere else. Your taxes aren't complicated. <laughs> yes. So ours are really complicated and a pain in the ass. So and that happens if you like rent property or whatever. But anyway, let's let's have some final. Any other final chats? Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I think next or, week. Next yeah? week, you should get audio. Of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> I only wish we could. I only wish we had video of it because it's, it's. It, you when you watch it, you will just. I'll put it. You know what? I I haven't like. Uh, well, I'm gonna tweet the whole. Um, you know, yes. the whole yes. Resistor Sisters re podcast, but I'll probably tweet it. So yes, follow the yes. Resistor Sisters radio. I think it is or Resistor Sisters <laughs> yes. on Twitter. You'll see our yes. little logo, and it'll be on there. But I'm I'm looking forward to her. Um, I, I like a good bedtime story at night. <laughs> apparently, you can apparently you can like get on Alexis and be like Alexis, read me a bedtime story, and don't I f- I forget it every night. <laughs> really? That sounds crazy oh to you, God. but you know what? Like that makes <sighs> me tired. Like that will relax you know me. If, if I said that to it. Alexis, you know who would be reading me a bedtime story? Somebody like Stephen King. And it would be, I would, yeah, I'd wake up screaming. <laughs> You'd it's be not terror. a good <laughs> No, I think it's it's like good stuff for kids. Like, I used to be, a, there used to be a phone number on the library system where you could call and they would, um, they would read you a story. Like, Aww. it was different recordings. Yeah. And that That's was like, there is... There, that helps LeVar, me get to sleep. Neil deGrasse Tyson had, had LeVar Burton read him <gasps> Goodnight Moon. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I think I've seen YouTube, that. So. Oh, Goodnight Moon awesome. is on YouTube. That is some seriously relaxing and boring. That's like, <laughs> to be honest, to well, be honest. Go the fuck to sleep, but <laughs> there's a lot of repetition in that book. It's relaxing, but it's also dull on purpose. Well, but 
But it's, it's done on purpose because it's a bedtime story. That's right. Yeah. <sighs> you know, I never heard of good night. I've never heard of good night moon till like ten years ago. Well, yeah, I know, but but it, it's also illegal at this point to give your kid a shot of whiskey before you put him to bed. <laughs> so, you know, you you work with what you can use. Yeah, no, no, it it works. This is genius. Do you know how much they made making Good Night Moon? Like, well, and the and the go the fuck to sleep. I don't know how many people <laughs> have that book there because it's hilarious. Uh, people with angst writing bedtime stories. Maybe I should do that. I don't know. Do it. Yeah. I don't know. You can't curse in bedtime stories though. So. All right. Well, I'm gonna break it down. Anything else, Caitlin? Chris, you already said. No, anything? that's it. It was you lovely have back, having Caitlin. you. Come back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's lovely to see you. So one of you invite me back. I'll come I'll come back. Yay. Yes. All right. Nighty night. Good night, Moon. Resistor Sisters. Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time.